Are you ready to scale your business in a way that's aligned with your soul and profitable? I'm Casey Rossi, a business and leadership coach. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 30 years and love business. I help conscious leaders increase their impact and optimize their lives. Join me each week for tips and deep conversations on cultivating confidence, increasing your visibility, elevating your vibration, and leading with purpose without burning out. Let's go. Hello, hello, women developing brilliance. I am so excited to be talking about this topic today, which is very near and dear to my heart. It absolutely is in alignment to my mission, which is to help women achieve holistic wealth. And it's interesting because I was DMing with someone on Facebook and they were like, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a coach and I help leaders and CEOs and women entrepreneurs achieve holistic wealth. And they wrote back and they're like, what is that? (laughs) What is holistic wealth? And so that was great because it opened up some conversation and a really rich dialogue. And it made me think, I wonder how many other people are wondering, Casey, what the heck does that mean? So I wanted to take some time as we are closing out or becoming up on closing out 2021 to make sure that we are all on the same page and we're super clear and excited and jazzed up about not only understanding what holistic wealth is, but committing to achieving it ourselves, because anything is possible. And as we cruise into 2022, because we are in the month of December and it is just around the corner, I feel like there is an increased vision and enthusiasm globally that we all seem to catch a wave when January comes of thinking about who we are, what we want, and what we're willing to do to achieve that. So I'm getting a jump start on that. So you have time to really let this information sink in to every one of your pores and cells so you can assimilate it and then create your own strategic plan. Of course, you can always reach out to me. It would be my great pleasure and honor to mentor you as you start Uh, really embarking on this journey of holistic wealth, but let's dive in. So first of all, let's peel back the layers a little bit of wealth in general, because I believe that society and marketing, those industries in general, right, have contributed to these global messages that money rules, that money is the end all and be all. And I feel that there are a lot of toxic messages online that contributed to this as well as far as earn seven figures in X amount of days and really now it's even going to like eight figures. And it's really kind of just, to me it feels like this freight train (laughs) with a lot of unsubstantiated claims. And I feel like that's toxic because it makes you feel that no matter what your efforts are, no matter what your best intentions are, that you're somehow behind the eight ball and that someone else or many other entrepreneurs, leaders, and CEOs have it figured out, but for some reason it's not clicking for you. And so I really want to um, open up this conversation and your mindset 
on what holistic wealth is and why it's so much more important than just focusing on financial abundance. Because if your sole goal is financial abundance, you may very well end up feeling poor. And this is really something that I feel like our society has become warped on and it is time to redefine what wealth is to truly experience fulfillment. Fulfillment that's sustainable because we are all looking to feel better and experience joy because you can absolutely have multiple zeros in your bank account and feel lonely, unhappy, and miserable. And so you can also have less and feel fulfilled, blessed, and grateful. So I want you to, for a minute to visualize a circle. Maybe you even if you're not driving or on the treadmill, you can even just take out a sheet of paper and make a circle and then cut it in half and then create three sections of the pie on the top and three sections of the pie on the bottom. And in the one section, you're going to write physical. And then the other sections will be labeled emotional, spiritual, financial, connection, and collective. These are the six sections of our holistic pie, if you will. Now, each segment of this pie is no greater than and no less than the other, and all are needed to make up the whole. So the thing is, in order to have internal and external stability, right, to to feel like you have grounded tranquility, Equal attention must be given to all factors that contribute to this beautiful structure, your pie. And if you only attend to one aspect, which as I mentioned before, if you are just focused on, say, the financial piece, and that may look like hustle culture, that may look like grinding it out, working nights and weekends, and really pushing to the point of burnout or resentment, right? You are going to have imbalance. And in the same way, if you were to say only be looking at the, let's say even the connection piece, if you were really only focused on volunteering and community service, then it still would be out of balance. So I'm not saying that money is the root of all evil or playing into that kind of negative money mindset, because if any one of those pieces are really focused on too strongly, there will be a vice of excessiveness, just as much as there would be a vice of deficiency if you weren't focused on one of those pieces of the puzzle. Does that make sense? So we are really looking for uh, cultivating richness in multiple areas and integrating the six segments to provide holistic wealth. I don't know about you, but to me, balance is sexy. And when you feel balanced holistically, there is just this sense of wholeness, this sense of fulfillment, and the feeling state trumps anything that could be tangible, if you will. So let's go into a little more detail about these actual six segments that we're talking about, starting with physical. And I think, you know, many times people are, you know, focused on the body as a separate piece. Like, I should work out or, you know, 
I don't know, fill in the blank, like whatever that means to you, where like you're looking for a six pack ab or you're trying to get in your 10,000 steps, but it is kind of separate. It's not really necessarily a part of your business life or agenda. And I think that that's where many people go wrong. And I'm going to break that down a little bit because you've all heard the proverb, health is wealth. And this is such a powerful truth because in order to perform at your best, you must have physical vitality because without energy, how can you approach your day with enthusiasm and vigor? And so I feel like we bring ourselves with us wherever we go. And so having a physical goal of like wanting to, you know, run a 5K or whatever the thing is for you, it is not like a by the way or a separate piece. And I've often heard like in order to be successful in business, we almost have to approach it like an athlete. And I really do like that philosophy And I feel that when we attend to our physical wealth, we are bringing that piece into our business plan, right? Because when we are going to bed early, when we're staying hydrated, when we are moving, when we have bits and pieces in our day where we're actually getting up and stretching and breathing and going out into nature, we are showing up in our business much more full with a lot less aches and pains. And it is something that we are contributing to our energy versus draining our energy. So that's the physical wealth piece that when we bring our attention to that segment of the whole, that is going to transform and give us the biggest results, the biggest bang for our buck when we have that overall health, well-being, enthusiasm, and vigor. And so one of the things that you might do is ask yourself, what is one thing that you can stop doing in your day to improve your own physical well-being? Now, it might be skipping meals. It might be working out too hard. It might be drinking a little bit too much. If you were to quiet yourself and be really honest and commit to taking a micro action, what is one thing you could eliminate that's draining your energy? That's going to absolutely help you in that particular segment, something that you can actually do today and see results pretty quickly. The second section is emotional wealth. I just completed the EQI 2.0 training, which was amazing and fascinating how you can understand the different emotional components and subscales that contribute to your overall emotional intelligence and understanding which lever you can pull what you could dial back in order to be a better leader, a better communicator. That's going to be a whole nother podcast. But suffice it to say that our emotional wealth is a very important segment to our holistic health. We are sentient beings motivated by feelings. And you are inherently programmed to move towards what feels good and move away from what doesn't. When you think about like there is this unspoken innate wisdom that if you put your hand towards the stove burner, you immediately retract it because we are built to protect ourselves away from pain. And in the same way, we gravitate towards people, places, and things 
that give us a good feeling. Now, the cool thing is, which is really astonishing, is that you can stimulate happiness chemicals within your own system, within your little microcosm, with small everyday activities. And I'm going to break it down a little bit because if you follow my work at all, you know that I am very passionate about neuroscience, science in general, the, con- the connection between our physiology, our physical makeup, and what drives us, and our psychology, right? Because how does our mindset connect to what our body naturally does? So let's break it down and really look at four of the most powerful chemicals in our system that can be triggered by what we choose to do, how we choose to think. And I love that. I love that we get to reprogram and fire and wire our neurons in our brain, shift that neurochemistry to serve us. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to pay for anything. We don't have to read 600 pages in order to get a result. That's exciting. So the first one is dopamine. Dopamine is known as the reward chemical. Now, dopamine can be triggered by celebrating your wins. This is an area that I think is often overlooked, especially with high achievers that are like just so used to plowing through their to-do list. I used to be that person that would not stop to celebrate. So This one I know intimately is so easy to overlook because you're always on to the next thing. But here's the thing. If you accomplish a big or small task, you can drip out or trigger dopamine even by saying, that's like me or amazing or I feel really awesome about that or look at what I just did. When you say it with feeling and passion, This will instantly make you feel better and reinforce self-trust, which is really the number one secret when it comes to success is self-trust. The second piece, the second hormone is oxytocin. Now this is known as the love hormone and it's released with stimulation to our skin like physical touch. You can trigger oxytocin by petting your kitty. By petting animals, you can also trigger it by receiving or giving a massage. It's a wonderful way. It's a simple way. It's a free way to experience more joy. I love this because it's like our little internal medicine cabinet that once we have the knowledge, we can just go inside and increase our emotional wealth like that. The third one is serotonin. Serotonin is known as the mood stabilizer. And holy smokes, we are all too familiar with feeling like we could use a little more mood stability on a personal level. And I don't know about you, but I see this across the board with family, friends, and clients that we are in a time of such global chaos and I just feel like this piece is really, really needed. Now, serotonin responds to laughter and movement. Yes, please. (laughs) So you can take control of this and actually um, stimulate it by walking in nature, by doing laughter yoga, or even watching an excellent stand-up comedian. All of these things can help lower anxiety and reduce stress 
by increasing serotonin, which will stabilize your mood. Pretty amazing. The fourth one is endorphins. Now, endorphins are known as the body's painkiller, and they're released during times of stress and pain, but also during eating, exercise, and sex. So something as simple as enjoying a favorite piece of dark chocolate can raise endorphin levels, increasing your general sense of well-being. You can see how simple these powerful pieces can come into play in your life on a daily basis just by you having the intention and being mindful of putting them into place. Now, if you are a post-it note lover like I am, I would literally take a post-it note and put dopamine on it and then just put dopamine by celebrating. And then another one, oxytocin. Oxytocin by stimulating my skin. Another post-it, serotonin by laughing in movement. Another post-it, endorphins by eating, exercise, sex, right? This is almost like your to-do list for the day to have emotional well-being. Sounds like a pretty fun to-do list to me. (laughs) All right, so the next section is spiritual wealth. This is such a powerful component to me I feel like this one is one of those segments that can strongly affect the other areas because I believe when you lean on a power greater than yourself, there is a sense of security and peace. Now, many of you know I've been a meditator for 30 plus years. I started meditating daily in 1990. It is a practice that is a non-negotiable because of the benefits that I experience. When we give spirituality an equal seat at the table, aspects like mission and purpose and core values come alive. When we tap into our souls, it opens our hearts and it radiates love into the world, which is the most healing bomb of all. And again, especially In these times of global chaos and uncertainty, having faith stimulates hope for a better future. And we could all use a little visionary essence in our life. The other piece that we're going to be talking about is financial wealth. And here's the thing. In today's world, of course, the exchange of money for goods and services is required. And like I said before, money is not a bad thing. It's just another form of energy. It's an energy exchange. Acquiring financial security minimizes money worries and stress, which I know we could all use. And here's the other thing. It's often a misconception that people feel that money solves all of life's problems. And we know that that's just not true. One of my personal core values is freedom. And in that, cultivating financial abundance is essential so I have the security to be independent, the ability to give back, and the flexibility to travel, which is something that I really love to do. Another part of that is my mission is to support female entrepreneurs acquire holistic wealth. And busting through those imposed glass ceilings and making money is a part of that. So It is very important. And as we talked about before, it is just a sixth of the story. So just focusing on this piece 
really is not giving yourself the capability or even opportunity to experience the other aspects that really contribute to our makeup, you know, our feeling state, our approach to the world. Okay, the fifth section of our pie is connection wealth. And I really, you know, I was going to combine connection wealth with collective wealth, but I feel like they both deserve attention. So that's why there's six segments, not five. In connection wealth, here's the thing. I've seen strong achievers able to handle an enormous amount on their plate and really tackle large challenges one right after another. But maybe you've experienced this too. I know I have. When it comes to family and relationship drama, it's like, oh my gosh, that is the straw that kind of breaks the camel's back as they say, That's the piece that seems to allow cracks the most because we are affected by our inner tribe, really highly affected. And cultivating healthy relationships, being an active part of our local community and prioritizing family time, we know that that makes for richer life experiences. Now, my mom used to play Barbara Streisand like on repeat. Of course, these were vinyls back in the day. And so I grew up hearing that her beautiful voice and lyrics that really stuck in my head were people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. So I feel that that really dovetails in when we're talking about connection wealth. And I've started donating my time at a local food bank. And it has been such a humbling and eye-opening experience to see dozens and dozens and dozens of cars lined up to receive their monthly box of food. Some wait in line up to two hours. And I think on the flip side, when I look at the panel of volunteers that are outside loading these vehicles for three and four hours in a block of time, most of them are senior citizens that are volunteering. I think I'm the youngest one of the the crowd. And it's pretty inspiring that in all types of weather, whether it's rain or freezing snow, that you have people up into 80 years old committing to giving back to their community. We also know that we have the ability to give whatever we have inside of ourselves. Maybe it's physical time. Maybe it's just lending a compassionate ear but we can create strong communities and our communities are the strongest when they are enriched and healthy. So it really becomes this win-win. That goes right into the sixth segment of holistic wealth and that is collective wealth because we are all interconnected. And when any species in our ecosphere is suffering, it has a ripple down effect on the entire community, on the entire globe, as we individually change the way we approach money and wealth, it will undoubtedly have far-reaching consequences, both energetically and materially. Now, I read that the Clinton Global Initiative stated that when women work, they invest 90% of their income back into their families compared to 35% for men. That's a pretty interesting stat. Plus, there is a history of women influencing philanthropy. 
as women continue to rise into positions of power and scale their income, I truly predict that we will also see the landscape of give back continuing to change for the better. Because collectively, we can create transformational change that will have generational impact. How exciting is that? So here's the thing. We have a world of possibility that opens up when we expand our viewpoint regarding abundance, being mindful of and contributing to each of the six segments will ensure holistic balance and wealth for yourself and for those around you. I want to know what segment jumped out for you that you want to put some attention on. Which one might currently have a vice of deficiency? And on the flip side, which one, if any, might currently have a vice of excess where you're putting too much time and energy in, where there's a little bit of a balance, imbalance, where the the scales are tipping stronger in one area? How can you make a few tweaks so you can then kind of right the scale and be more on the path of alignment to achieve holistic wealth. Absolutely let me know. You can always DM me at Casey at CaseyRossi.com. I personally reply to all of my emails, or you can join the Women Developing Brilliance Facebook group and join the conversation there sharing which segment are you going to focus on, where are you going to tweak up or down to achieve holistic wealth. I hope that this podcast finds you with a smile on your face. I love being able to connect with you on a weekly basis. And until next week, my friend, breathe joy. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would love to hear your feedback. You can head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. And today I'm sharing some feedback from Kristen Westcott from Canada, She says five stars, love the real talk. I love Casey's mission and her drive to help women in wellness professions. I'm no stranger to burnout and her podcast really helps women figure out how to grow their business without hitting that burnout. From mindset to practical tips, Casey has you covered. A must listen for women entrepreneurs everywhere. I love that. You get me, Kristen, and I so appreciate you taking the time to leave feedback. If you want to rate or review the podcast, please head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. Thank you.